Well, in a war on women, we don't get paid the same on the dollar. We don't have the same opportunities, and we don't hold anywhere near the level of CEO positions or even positions in the House and the Senate that they have in the parliament in Afghanistan and other countries. As you've probably read about my writings as a new blogger for the Huffington Post, y'all. And um, I also have written as to why we need a female president. We're a progressive nation, supposedly, leading in women's freedom and women's rights and opportunity for women, yet we don't have a female president. Never have. Hopefully will soon. And we haven't had a female late-night talk show host. No, we haven't. No, the Jay Leno's, the David Letterman's, when Jon Stewart was going to leave, some of us got excited that maybe a Tina Fey, you know, would replace him. But alas, no, the penis had to rule. Moved out the power of the vaggie, if you know what I mean. And there's one other area where women just don't have a place, a place at all. When you go into your piggy bank, if you want to, Smash it open or pull out some change from your pocket, guys, ladies, some change or dollars from your purses. Guys, pull out those bills from your wallets. When you look at that penny, it's an Abraham Lincoln. When you look at the nickel, when you look at the quarter, that is a George Washington or a dime, that's a Harry Truman. When you look at the dollars and you have, you know, a $1 bill, a $5 bill, a $10 bill, 20 50 100 with the Benjamin Franklin on it. Nowhere, nowhere do we see a woman. Well, many people feel that this is the year of the woman, or it's coming, because we have Hillary Rodham Clinton running for president again. Many people believe, despite Senator Bernie Sanders, who I love, love you, Bernie, uh, that she will be the Democratic nominee. And many believe and hope, like I, that she will be not only our next president, our next Democratic president, but our first female president. But 2016 is a long way away, and we still have that currency, that currency that doesn't and hasn't made room for a woman, that is, maybe until now. There is a group, a feminist group, who else, who else would think about women's rights, right, and helping out, helping a chick, right? A feminist group wants to change one of the bills, They randomly picked a $20 bill. Right now on the $20 bill, Andrew Jackson is pictured. And this feminist group wants to boot Andrew Jackson from the $20 bill, and they would like to replace that Andrew Jackson male face with a female. And the woman, the female, the hero that they have chosen to replace him, Harriet Tubman, the abolitionist. It's trending on Twitter in case you're wondering why Harriet Tubman's uh, trending. This is why. Yesterday in the morning, women on 20s revealed the results of a poll that was run for 10 weeks for a possible replacement for Andrew Jackson on the $20 bill. They emailed a petition. They addressed this petition to President Barack Obama and to the White House Council on Women and Girls. And by the middle of the day, the chair of this council, Valerie Jarrett, and executive director, Tina Chen, responded saying, quote, they would like to continue the conversation. They said, quote, we're waiting for some kind of meeting with the White House, and I can tell you that that we're already in conversation with them. Susan Aid Stone, who's executive director for Women on 20s, told Yahoo News 
of this communication with Valerie Jarrett and Tina Chen at the White House. Now, this is a nonprofit organization, and this is what their argument is, that the year 2020 is the centennial of women's suffrage. And that 2020, and this is given plenty of time, right? You got five years now, 2020 or four and a half is the centennial of women's suffrage. It would be the perfect time to add a woman to our United States banknotes, to our currency, to our cash, to the almighty dollar. And why not $20 since 2020 is the centennial. Harriet Tubman, Tubman is most remembered for her role as a conductor along the Underground Railroad. That was a secret network of houses that led slaves to freedom in the North. She herself was born into slavery in Maryland sometime between 1820 and 1825. And she fled to Philly via that very Underground Railroad in 1848. Before the Civil War, she was one of the country's leading abolitionists. She traveled to the South and estimated, and, and at great, great risk, an estimated 19 times. She rescued not only family members, but complete strangers. And later, because she had great knowledge of Southern geography, she became a valuable spy and a guide for the Union Army. According, uh, a quote, Harriet Tubman had an extraordinary life despite the amazing challenges she had to overcome. She was an inspiration to our voters despite the fact that the field was full of extraordinary women. Now, Andrew Jackson, let's take a look at his history. He has long been a controversial president. And that's because of the Indian Removal Act of 1830. That act forced Native Americans off their ancestral homes throughout the southeastern portion of the United States. And as a result, thousands of Native Americans died on their journey to what was designated, quote, Indian Territory, and that was west of the Mississippi River, where these people who were the original Americans, the original inhabitants of this land, were completely uprooted by an act signed into law by this president currently on our $20 bill. Now, this is a very dark chapter in our history of America, as is slavery. This, by the way, has a name, though. This is known as the Trail of Tears. Now, back in February, Women on Twenties presented many female candidates that its members thought could replace Jackson on American currency. And I have to say, I think most definitely a good guy to remove. I think we could all agree that we need to correct history. We need to right the wrongs whenever and wherever it is possible. And back in February, this Women on Twenties presented many female candidates uh, to its members that, that they thought could replace Andrew Jackson on the American currency, specifically on the $20 bill. They had Alice Paul, Betty Friedan, Shirley Chisholm, Sojourner Truth, and others. Now, for the final round, the candidates were narrowed down to Harriet Tubman, Eleanor Roosevelt, Rosa Parks, and Wilma Mankiller, the last of whom was added halfway through the campaign. Now, they said there was a particular strong desire to see a Native American replace him. Wilma Mankiller is the Cherokee Nation chief that had a great showing in the final round. Um, and, you know, someone who was relatively unknown, 59,000 votes. But yesterday's petition 
That was also sent to the White House Office of Media Affairs and the Office of Correspondence, as well as the Office of the U.S. Treasurer, Rosie Rios. Now, Women on 20 plans to follow the emails and the online submissions with physical packages containing additional materials, such as letters from school children and campaign stats. Now, I have a lot of questions for you, and of course, one would be, who would you like to see? One, who would you like to see on the $20 bill? Who would you like to see replace Andrew Jackson? And is Andrew Jackson the guy to replace on the $20 bill? 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. But the winner of this particular contest is Harriet Tubman, the woman who led more than 300 people to freedom and who won this poll to replace Andrew Jackson on the $20 bill, a slaveholder. And the 20 is significant because the year 2020 is the 100th anniversary of the women's suffrage movement. Would you, first of all, be in favor of this change? First of all, one, in 2015, should there be a decision, whether it's 2016, 17, 2020, 2025, should there be a date selected where a woman replaces a man on a particular item of currency? Whether it's the $1 bill, the 5 the 10 the 20 the 50 the 100 Should a woman replace a man on one form of U.S. currency? 8886 888-653-7543. Now, in this poll, Harriet Tubman, who led more than 300 to freedom, won a poll to replace Andrew Jackson. One, is Andrew Jackson the guy we want off the bill? Who happens to be on the 20? Because of his legislation that resulted in thousands of Native Americans being uprooted from their homes, many hundreds if not thousands losing their lives on that trail to tears. Is Andrew Jackson the president whose face should be replaced by someone on our currency? 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. In other words, is it time to right the wrong? Is it time, because we can't reverse history, to admit the wrong of that historical event? 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. And if Andrew Jackson, a slaveholder, who passed this legislation which led to that terrible trail of tears for so many of our Native Americans, is Harriet Tubman, the one who freed slaves, the face to replace the slaveholder. It's Harriet Tubman, who led more than 300 freedom to freedom, the one who won this poll, the woman, the face, that should replace Andrew Jackson, a slaveholder, on the $20 bill. Would you be in favor of this change? Why or why not? 888 leslie 888-6537-543. So it's very simple, folks. One, is it time we remove a guy and replace the guy with a gal? 888 leslie 2 which guy do we remove? Is Andrew Jackson the one? 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Is Harriet Tubman the woman you'd like to see replaced, or do you think a Native American should be there? Some people believe maybe it should be Pocahontas. 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. And what is your general feeling about putting women, finally, on our currency? If you like the idea, who would you put where? 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Now, in addition to Harriet Tubman and some of the other women you've heard named in this poll, what other women and or African-Americans, because Harriet Tubman certainly is an African-American, deserve, in your opinion, to be 
on U.S. currency. American woman, I got some people going, Leslie, Susan B. Anthony was on a coin. Well, to be accurate, Susan B. Anthony is not on a coin, but was for two years from 79 to 81, and the series was halted due to a poor public reception. They tried it again in 99, again, not received well, and it stopped. You want to call it sexist, whatever you want to call it. What I said was, when you go in your pocket and you pull out your coins or your dollars, you do not see women on them. Now, Susan B. Anthony was but you do not see women on them today. Should that change? And should that change for our paper currency, the $20 bill, and removing Andrew Jackson, replacing with Susan B. Anthony or someone else? Let's go to the calls. 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Robert is in New Mexico, line five. Robert, good afternoon. What do you think? Good afternoon, Leslie. First, a correction. You said Harry Truman was on the dime. It's FDR. And the back is the March of Dimes logo, because that was one of his favorite charities, to wipe out polio. See what happens when I do it without money in my hand. Well, I mean, hey, I'm, I'm, nobody's perfect, but I just wanted to throw that out there. There's no You're right. FDR, FDR is on the dime. My apologies. And has been since 1946. But anyway, uh, he died. And no living person is on the money. We did have the Sacagawea dollar you mentioned, the Susan B. Anthony. Well, it had those corny... Uh, edges and it was the size of a quarter the reason those failed is not because there was women on them it's because we did not get to the dollar for many years and they had what was called a 10 peso note which is what at that time was the equivalent of our dollar and once they got rid of that 10 peso note you saw a lot of 10 peso coins way more than you well did. that that's that's not what our resources say they say the Sacagawea dollar which was known as a golden dollar um, right. they, they have minted it every year since 2000, but it was not released for general circulation from 02 through 08, and then again from 2012 onward because of its unpopularity with the public and low business demand for the coin. Well, that's because there's, they didn't get rid of the dollar bill, though. I just gave you the reason. That's the real reason. Once they get rid of the well, dollar no, bill. Well, no, no, no. I wouldn't agree with that because there are well, uh, there are silver dollars that are still without women's faces on them that are in dollars. circulation or being used. To, I have to go to the bank to get a roll of Kennedy half dollars. Uh, nobody uses them. They don't fit in vending machines. When I was a kid, yeah, people had half dollars. And I used to have a couple of silver dollars, not a rich, you know, jingling in my pocket. But uh, I think you did. Well, I disagree with you on the silver dollars. I've been given silver dollars as recently as two weeks ago as change. And we have had women on the money. The liberty is always a woman, which used to be our money in the 19th century and even on the early 20th century quarters. The standing now, that's not a real woman. That's a fictitious character and symbol. Well, I understand that, but I don't think we should turn our money into uh, putting folk heroes on the money. Now, I mean, think, I like, wait, wait, you think I Harriet love... Tubman? Wait, you think Harriet Tubman's a folk hero? Hold on, I'll let you answer. But we got to take a break. Don't go away. And we're back. Let's talk about folk law. Robert in New Mexico, line five. I'm Leslie Marshall. You think that? Uh, well, I just. I just don't think we should turn our money into a popularity contest. I'm not against women on 20s. 
Are you, are, you in favor, are you in favor of slave owners who uprooted thousands of Native Americans and moved them west of the Mississippi when they were the original inhabitants of this nation? Are you in, 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 are you in favor of them being made into a hero and put on a $20 bill? You're filibustering me. You're filibustering me. I'm asking you a question. Yeah, but that's not a question. George Washington was a slave owner. Thomas Jefferson was a slave owner. Abe Lincoln as a little boy in Kentucky. Do you, you know, feel Andrew Jackson is the best one of the best presidents to represent a face on our currency no he wasn't but he was very highly respected in his time as an esteemed general as an indian fighter which at that time meant a lot uh we got this country little by little and it wasn't andrew jackson's fault i don't agree with that policy you don't have to force that down my throat. I mean, that means no, we have to have a reason. Your throat. I'm just saying in 2015, if somebody who was respected at that time is no longer as respected, why don't we change it? We used to have Indians on the money. Indian had pennies. I had a collection when I was a kid. Uh, the point is, uh, I'm not against women on 20s, but I don't think we should turn it into folklore. I think Eleanor Roosevelt's the best choice. Because no, why do you think was, why do you think that Harriet Tubman is a folk hero? Well, because I don't think three hundred slaves out of millions of slaves is that big a deal, even though the cause. How many slaves, lives did Eleanor Roosevelt save? Oh, tons! Eleanor Roosevelt helped How? the president to fight for the poor, to get us out of the depression. She was the first ambassador to the United Nations, and they didn't have a real close physical relationship, but he respected her opinion entirely, and he went with it. You know, his term as governor in New York was not all that great. It was scandal-ridden. He was so, so you, so you, so you say mouth. if we were to put a woman on the bill, on the currency. Of all those choices, Eleanor Roosevelt makes the best sense because right. she was actually in politics, and I think we should leave the... Well, no, she wasn't in, in She wasn't in politics. She was just one of the most more involved no, first ladies of her time. She was not an elected Nations. official. She, she was, was not elected official. And a first lady for uh, 13 or 14 years, longer than any before or since. Well, that's because Franklin Delano Roosevelt was the longest pre- president before. I think to turn this into politically correct nonsense. I think we have commemorative coins. We can honor Dr. King, Harriet Tubman, the Indian woman you named, all the rest of them. And the reason the women money didn't succeed in modern times is because they did not get rid of the dollar bill. It's really that simple. All right, Robert, I appreciate your call, but I totally disagree with you because we still have coins, uh, dollar bill coins, uh, with men's faces on them that we still use today. Actually, the Susan B. Anthony coin did not fit uh, into a vending uh, machine uh, properly, but I think that's that's one of the reasons is because it was a commemorative coin. Uh, and there's a big difference between a commemorative coin and, you know, a penny, a nickel, a dime, a quarter, you know, a half dollar, a dollar, or, you know, some of these uh, paper bills that we continue to use today. Uh, what about what Robert said, Eleanor Roosevelt, as opposed uh, as opposed uh, to uh, Harriet Tubman? And, and what about him saying that saving 300 slaves, no big whoop? And what about him saying that Eleanor Roosevelt was a true politician when she was a first lady? She wasn't a politician. She was married to one, right? 8886 Leslie, and believe me, I'm a huge fan of Eleanor Roosevelt and all that she did and accomplished, uh, and, and certainly during the time that she was First Lady, very outspoken 
uh, as a first lady. But she wasn't loved for that by many at the, the time either. 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543 is the number. Let's go to Paul in Washington, line two. Paul, good afternoon. Hey, Leslie. I, it's, I, I know it must be hard for you to filibuster somebody who won't stop yelling. But, <laughs> uh, okay, and for the last guy, by the way, if he wants uh, Eleanor Roosevelt, a, a more suitable choice would be Francis Perkins. I bet he doesn't know who that is. Francis Perkins was FDR's Secretary of Labor, who was the one who had a lot to do with much of the New Deal and establishing the National Labor Relations Board and making things better for workers around America, things that this current Republican Party would like to get rid of. They would like to get rid of Francis Perkins' legacy. So maybe it is time that she get on to a, one of our, our bills. Uh, but I, I think Harriet Tubman's a great choice. Andrew Jackson, by the way, uh, should be stricken from any bill, stricken from the – not only did he – I think it was an executive – the Trail of Tears was an executive order. It wasn't a, it wasn't a bill. It wasn't, it wasn't a bill, so to speak. It was not legislation. It was an executive order, and it went flew in the face of a Supreme Court decision, Wooster versus Georgia. So it was in defiance of a Supreme Court decision in 1833 – and to, to which Andrew Jackson said, John Marshall's made his decision, now let him enforce it. See, that's, those are the kinds of people that um, are running for Republican politics now. You've, you've actually heard, we've heard Dr. Ben Carson say that if he were president, he wouldn't, not just him, but other, pres, other Republican candidates say that they would not, they would not uh, obey Supreme Court decisions that they disagreed with. So that's the kind of nutcase that Andrew Jackson was and the kinds of nutcases that are running in the clown car of the Republican Party. There should be some other uh, – Francis Perkins would be a good choice. Uh, Harriet Tubman's a good choice. In terms of folk heroes, here's the problem with the, the likenesses that we see on our bills today. It, what it indicates is that our history is only the changing of the political guard. I'm, I'm going to rob this from uh, Howard Zinn, whose uh, book, uh, People's History of the United States, makes the point that our history is not just the changing of the political guard. It's all about people. It's about the people of the United States. And we have so many great Americans. Why does just one or two, you know, why just a handful of them have to be on bills? Bills are changed all the time. I think every, uh, whatever, how many years, they're reissued. Uh, other faces can be on it. How about uh, other than just political people, too? How about somebody like uh, W.C. Handy? father of American music. What's wrong with things like that? Well, I think the idea is to replace a man with a woman. First of all, that's what this effort is about. And I I agree. It doesn't necessarily have to be somebody who's political, but I, I, I I think it depends on how one regards a hero or a a leader or someone who has brought about great, tremendous and, and powerful change. Um, and certainly presidents are looked to uh, as having done that. And certainly Harriet Tubman is one of many women that is looked to as having done that, as opposed to Mr. Handy, who may have brought great joy uh, through music to many, but how many lives were saved by him well, as a result? how many lives have been enjoyed by him? I mean, it, it, saved is one thing, but, you know, people don't realize uh, as a, you know, a contributor. I'm just trying to come up with people. It was just, by the way, I, I think if you ask, uh, if we were to turn back time and we asked somebody who was enslaved who became a free person due to the Emancipation Proclamation, sure. they would 
choose an Abraham Lincoln over a Handy. Okay, but uh, uh, let me ask you this question. I, 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 when you were doing your, your introductory uh, remarks, I noticed that you didn't mention Carly Fiorina. I, why is that? She's a possibility, <laughs> too. Uh, nah, I just don't see her up there with the other women on that list. Come on, Leslie. I mean, really. Are you, you really mean it? Aren't you just being a little catty with that? Nah, <laughs> I, I just, uh, could you name one thing she's done that even equals uh, Harriet Tubman? I'm not, I'm not her campaign manager. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying, as the kids say. So no, I think we should. I think we should replace. I, I'll tell you another one. Benjamin Franklin ought to be up for grabs too. Why? What did Benjamin Franklin do that was so great? He flew a kite. I don't know even know if he really did that. I mean, he wrote. <laughs> he, he, you know, he. I, I don't know what he did. I mean, he was kind of a a highfalutin American. He was a wealthy guy, uh, a, a decent guy, I guess. But, uh, well, he was one of the founding did. fathers of the United States, and that's well, he's, you know what you he's know, looked he signed, toward. I think he signed the Declaration. I don't know if he signed the Constitution, um, but you know. Well, you, as a scientist, he was a major figure in the American Enlightenment. I think he was mostly uh, an economic figure. I mean, Benjamin Franklin. This would be something for people if you read his autobiography. Well, he did. I mean, whether we whether whether you like it or not, with the the kite and the key. Uh, obviously, if that that perhaps could be up to you know is that actually factual? But he did in fact invent the lightning rod, rod uh, bifocals, the Franklin stove. He had many other inventions. Right, and he also invented one of the first taxes that we had in this country from the the Franklin Street Cleaning Service. That uh, you can read about it in his autobiography. Eventually, became the Philadelphia Street Cleaning Tax because. Only the, when he when he would when he would uh, charge uh, the people the shop owners uh, to clean in front of their in front of their uh, businesses, a lot of a lot of them didn't. A lot of the shop owners. Well, didn't he pay. also he also uh, created the first fire department in the city of Philadelphia and the first university in the United right. States. Right, but again, I think his goods out his pros outweigh his cons. I, I guess what I'm getting at is that people think that the founding fathers were against taxes. The the Philadelphia street cleaning tax came because those who did not... Uh... Yeah, I think this is going in a whole different d- direction, this conversation. <laughs> uh, I, I, I don't disagree with you with the the uh, I'll email with, with the amount of I'll, sainthood I'll that they the place upon our founding fathers that may not necessarily have been well uh, deserved. I'm sorry? I, I don't, I'm not going to disagree with you that there's a lot of sainthood placed on our founding fathers. Uh, fathers of, of America that aren't necessarily accurate or deserved. Let's get back to the calls. Michael in the Bronx line one is up next. Hey, hey, Leslie. How's hey. it going? Good. You know, I think this is definitely a time for a change of currency. What I cannot imagine, and I'm glad you brought this up, is having a face on an, um, a U.S. dollar bill or any kind of U.S. currency that represents um, the history of that person committing actions or practices that was totally un-American and unequal to the um, principles of this nation, let alone to the American people. Now, you mentioned about Harriet Tubman. That is an excellent example. I can think of other people like Rosa Parks. I can even think of someone that just celebrated or is celebrating a birthday. His 65th birthday, in fact, 
Stevie Wonder, person that always talks about love and unity and equality, and he does it through music, as one of your um, previous calls for about music. We have a whole list of people that is deserving to be on U.S. currency and serve as a reminder that these are the real Americans, past and present, that have contributed to this nation and try to make an example, a positive example, and a positive influence and inspiration for all future generations. I think that's what it comes down to. Okay, how do you feel about replacing a, a man with a woman on our currency? If it's called, if it calls for that, then so be it. Well, what do you, you mean know, if sure it calls for that? There's a petition requesting that. What's your opinion on it? I have no problem with that. I would think Harry Tubman would be a hell of a better selection than Andrew Jackson, given the crap that he's pulled. And what, what about the selection uh, by the poll from this feminist organization of Harriet Tubman? I have no problem with that. She's the one that led the Underground Railroad. And, you know, it's funny you should ask that, Leslie, because if I could put a I don't want to say a different twist on it, but not too long ago, we just had Mother's Day. And what if I said before that a lot of these guys, especially these right-wing male chauvinists, they got to get together because the thing is, it was women that gave birth to them, no matter how chauvinistic or how stupid they tend to be. The bottom line is, if it weren't for our mothers, there would be no brothers. And if it weren't for our sisters, there would be no misters. Men must give kudos to women. They're the ones that went through nine months carrying us around. They went through several hours pushing us out into the world or God knows what other methods of birth delivery they, they have endured. The thing is, the women gave it their all to bring us into the world. Okay. Um, anybody that you would select if you, you know, if I hadn't said that Harriet Tubman won, who would win for you? If it's someone else other than Harriet Tubman? Yeah, who would be your choice? I, I gave a few choices. I mentioned Rosa Parks. I mentioned Stevie Wonder. I would even throw Michael Jackson in there. I mean... Rosa Parks was in the list, and Harriet Tubman got more votes. I'm sorry? Rosa Parks was a part of the list, and Harriet Tubman got more votes. And then, you know, if it's Harriet Tubman, then it's Harriet Tubman. The thing is that I like the idea that I, you, or some of the other callers are coming up with names that, um, how should I put this? This become we're making an elite list of people that is deserving to be on U.S. currency to serve as a reminder for this generation and future generations. That's that's the only thing I'm thinking of. These are more positive, influential people than some of the faces that we've currently seen. And Andrew Jackson is one of those negative faces, I'm sorry. All right. You know, there comes, there's going to come a time, as you had said, Leslie, they're going to have to put Barack Obama on U.S. currency. And he's done a hell of a lot better than Bush. (laughs) 
Okay, I appreciate the uh, call, Michael, and the input as also, always. Uh, 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Let's go to uh, Twitter. You can follow me there, at Leslie Marshall. Uh, Pam Brewer says, Leslie, I'd like to see women care about things far more important than whose face is on the currency. And you know what, Pam? I'll high-five you on that. Um, One of my best friends and I were... uh, talking the other day via email and she said I, I was talking about you know how women can be bitches and believe me I know <laughs> I can be one and I've met quite a few and she said that you know we would as women accomplish so much more if we as women got out of each other's way you know what I mean and helped each other Mark you hear me say that all the time that women are women's worst enemy right that I think yeah, that's exactly. one of the, I think it's one of the reasons we haven't had a woman as president because you know, it's almost like if a, if a woman is in a position of power, women envy her, even though, you know, and other women will support her, but, the, you know, women will envy her and will help to take her down, you know, out of, uh, out of jealousy, I, I think. It's just this meow we have inside of it. How to show up with Coca-Cola energy. You're tired and you're thinking of canceling on your friends. Don't do it. Every time you cancel on a friend, a unicorn loses its horn and becomes a regular horse. Do you really want that on your conscience? Instead, grab an ice-cold can of Coca-Cola Energy with delicious Coke taste and reinvigorating energy. Keep the unicorns alive! Show up every day with Coca-Cola Energy. Energy you want, taste you love.